Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 198 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracu. I mean, rough morning with the news. I don't know what you did. You see that the former Japan Prime Minister Shinzo oh. Abe was assassinated. Is that what happened? I heard it. I like when I went to bed, it was just he collapsed. So is that no, he, he was shot while he was uh, oh. giving a speech. I did, wow, mm, man. See now, guys. Now we know it's getting rough when Japan is busting out with gun violence now, because that is not a thing that they do over it's there. It's really not. And then did you see that James Khan died? I did see that actually. Jimmy Khan. Which that's that's a shame. I, it's a shame. I mean, that's Sonny Corleone. Yeah, we'll never forget that. Or more importantly, the father from elf yeah i was about to say like he's the father from elf that's probably what most people are no misery for. for me is oh always man, misery. Misery. Ooh, that yeah. movie is fantastic you want it yo that's a great movie that is definitely yeah two oscar nominations for the leads you know you got a good movie when both leads get uh nominated good call uh the, and they made it into a musical go figure that out i can't believe that's a real sentence but really yeah there's misery the musical out there well, i don't even and they have like a whole do they do like a gong sound when she's swinging the hammer the, there's <laughs> definitely it's definitely a musical part is when they're doing the ankle break so you know i was reading about his films and i feel like he was a really good actor but had like such a terrible agent because he turned down a lot of mm-hmm. films and then ended up doing flops so he turned down kramer versus kramer um, he turned down Apocalypse Now. Ooh, he turned down One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oof. And then the movies that he was making instead ended up all being flops. Yeah. So I, that's got to really sting. I think that works out for all of us because all those movies are better off for him not being in them. Because I don't know about James Con- Like Kramer versus Kramer? I don't know about James Conner. I don't know, but, it's, but we always do that. Yeah. We always Sean, can't see it. Sean Connery and Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff. And Will Smith well, and the Matrix. Just, oh, yeah. It's true. That was our best episode. Yeah. <laughs> you should go back and listen to that one. Other stuff that could have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so as the theme of life continues, that everything in the world is terrible um our goal today was to help take you out of the world um and into the world of stranger things the hit netflix show is definitely a cultural phenomenon crash netflix uh when the second half of season four debuted like yeah it was, it was actually becoming an issue for me i was getting really mad but imagine all the people that are like i want to watch one of my dog shows and netflix is not picking up <laughs> yeah there was like six people that were like i need to watch the last kingdom and peaky blinders now and i can't get to it we watched it um like outside with the projector and it was like nice Ooh. out and had the tiki torches going kind of leaning into the theme of the show there it I was like a that. perfect way to watch yeah. it but so stranger things combines we got plucky teen adventures paranormal mystery and 80s nostalgia if it's not something that you're watching but it's a really pristine series um that always when it ends it leaves fans really clamoring for mm-hmm. more episodes immediately i mean when the show started these kids were 11 and now this past season i believe the star is 42 years old considering <laughs> how long how long the gaps have been between seasons and they're all really tall but if you are feeling <clears throat> aimless once you have finished season four which just wrapped up with a pair of movie length episodes mm-hmm. for the last two hold hang on to your butts for season five people we're here in three four hour episodes when that one drops so really oh yeah so oh, wow. Be, be, be ready. four-hour episode sounds terrible. But seems, you, seems like you could break it up into four mini-episodes. Yeah. You can always ease your way into this hiatus by checking out a new show or a movie that has kind of a similar vibe. And there are plenty out there. Um, 
But again, be excited. The show isn't done. And if you're not watching it, I think it is 100% worth checking out, Mm -hmm. either if you're an adult or a child. This show, it's also a show that, Stranger Things, that is, is that like it started out with high quality and it stayed pretty consistent and it's gotten darker as it goes. Like this show is definitely matured. Like first season, still pretty dark, but like the last one, they're ripping people's hearts out and they're murdering people en masse. It's not. We're, we're loving it. So, yeah, it's it's, so if you don't know, Stranger Things is an 80s style sci fi adventure about 11 who's played by Millie Bobby Brown and her friends who are battling invaders from an alternate dimension known as the Upside Down. Mm -hmm. Um, It became such a big hit because it really reminds viewers of so many of their favorite things that they've seen before, movies like The Goonies and Mm -hmm. E.T. and Stand By Me. It's definitely like a Spielberg vibe. A hundred percent. But it has enough personality of its own to feel fresh and new. Mm-hmm. So it really fell into a great spot. It's a unique show, um, but it can still be compared to some other shows that are out there. So today we've kind of compiled a list of some of the shows that you could watch after to just really scratch that itch that you have. Get, get your supernatural monsters and such like yeah. w- strange happenings. We some Maybe some that. 80s nostalgia. Yeah. But yeah. A lot of the supernatural murder mysteries. Um, the 80s, though. Can we we got to talk about that hair. On the haircuts they're giving some of these people. Like, it is. It was a rough decade for everybody when it came to hair. It wasn't great. The hair, the pencil thin <laughs> mustaches. There's not a beard or goatee to be seen on any of these And yet guys. that hair is really coming back. I mean, I see lots is, of kids yeah. working in, and I'm like, is this from Stranger Things, or did all things just end up in a circle? Like, you guys want to maybe go back and look at your parents' yearbook and take a second to think. Yeah, we were sad one? to yeah. look this way. Is this exactly how I want to be photographed for the future to look? But maybe you do. Everybody wants those awkward teen photos when they're adults. I guess. You get that, like, uh, what, those laser beams behind you? And all <laughs> yeah, the are they still doing that? I That's think, the I good think they are, actually. Um, all right, so you want to talk about some shows that people could watch? Let's do it. Okay, so the first one um, is Black Mirror. Of which course. If you somehow missed the series while it was all the rage, there's no better time now t- to binge watch it. It's such a wild show. It is dark, it's mysterious, and it's based on science fiction themes. But what's cool about Black Mirror is that it has a new storyline for each episode. Mm-hmm. So it's not one of those shows that you have to kind of watch in order or follow along each episode explores a world that deals with the dark repercussions of technological developments um so it's like at once dystopian and horrifying (laughs) i mean for the most part and then kind of leaves you questioning reality as you know it and turn a skeptical eye to what the future holds because nothing in it unlike a lot of other sci-fi that we've grown up watching nothing feels too far out there oh god you're like oh this is actually kind of happening right now it's really like feels like a contemporary reworking of the twilight zone oh absolutely like there's the episodes that deal with like recording memories and stuff like you're like oh that's definitely coming and when that episode starts you're like well that seems great i would love that and then the episode goes on and you're like rocking back and forth like i don't want it i don't want it it takes about five minutes into the episode (laughs) and you're like hold on wait a minute everything i love that episode that's usually the one i tell people to start with. probably probably the best episode of the show it's fantastic but if if chills are what you're after, this show is here to provide it. Um, I always like to warn people, though. I, this Stay is away really from weird. The Miley Cyrus episode. No, I, I mean that's like way back <laughs> in it. If you have never seen Black Mirror and you want to start at the beginning, just skip episode one. Yeah. Because it, it's 
weird in a way that really puts people off. So start at episode two, watch them. If you are into it, go back to episode one. But I do really think that's a ne- that's a necessary uh, warning to put out there. I can't believe that was the first episode of that show. They it's still baffling. Went Hard. Yeah. The first episode. We we literally cannot even describe what no. the first episode is because we'll get taken off the air. But it is it's a thing, man. It is a whole event. It's a thing. But honestly, the the rest of the show it falls off a little as the seasons go on, well, which is once which becomes, is typical. Once it becomes an American show and not a British show, it does it, it does suffers it does a happen. Bit. But please check out Black Mirror. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with another one, too. You want small town? You want weird? I do. You, you want stuff that people don't understand or still talking about 30 years later? Give it to me. We only got to talk about Twin Peaks, like the ultimate <gasps> weird TV show that kicked it all off. You know what's crazy? What's that? Never saw even an episode. I have seen a couple episodes, have not finished the show, so yeah. I am with you. I keep People keep telling me that it is like... The show. The show to watch. And I'm not saying I don't like it because it's a Cronenberg show and I like pretty much all of those. Mm-hmm. Or David Lynch, I'm sorry, not Cronenberg. Oh, right. Um, I know what you meant. But this is like the show when people want to talk about weird 80s stuff they go to. If you don't know what it is, this is a show about uh, Kyle MacLachlan, who is a FBI agent, quote unquote. We'll see. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. <laughs> As he comes to the small town of Twin Peaks where he is investigating the murder of Laura Palmer the big mystery of the entire series about the who did it. And it's basically, he comes to this town and basically all sorts of weird stuff starts happening. He's got people in his dreams talking backwards to him. He's leaving notes and messages to a person that may or may not even exist that you never actually see on the show. There's like just weird happenings or supernatural doings afoot everywhere. Everybody in the town seems weird and like they're hiding something and that there's just something right below the surface. That's I mean, just it sounds kind of awesome, but sometimes David Lynch makes me want to rip my hair out at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. So, so th- that is something you do have to keep in mind. If yeah. If you do not like David Lynch, do not watch this. This show. is the most David Lynchy of all. If you don't think the idea of watching a 30 minute murder mystery about like a monkey getting accused <laughs> by, for murder, which is a thing he did and was pretty great. What's your problem if you're not into that? Yeah, if you don't like if that sounds too much for you, stay away from Twin Peaks. But let me tell you, this is a great show. It's even today, like the mystery behind it, um, it's still a great mystery because the show got canceled after its first season or after the second season. So they never really covered who did it on the I'm show. I'm sick of them doing that. Yeah. I have a show that that happens to, too, and I'm sick of it because, like, let's make room for the weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you get a lot of that. How many cop procedural shows can you put out there? Like, I want some weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, you cancel Twin Peaks after two seasons because you think nobody's paying attention. 30 years later, we're still talking about it. I don't even, nobody knows what L.A. law is. Exactly. That, that, like, so. you have to give things room to grow. And I think that's why Stranger Things is huge, because people are into it. It was weird, but they let it keep happening. Yeah, you got to let your prestige roll out, man. You never know what's going to hit that zeitgeist. So if you're looking to get into, like, you want to get a good primer into all this, that's go check right out ahead. Twin Peaks, man. Great show. Great, good movie. Pretty good revival, too, I'm told. Okay. So I'm going to talk about a newer show. It's called I Am Not Okay With This. Oh, I say it all the time. <laughs> so Story of my life. if Eleven as a telekinesis kind of baddie is your pa- favorite part of Stranger Things, then you should definitely check out I Am Not Okay With This, which shares producers with Stranger Things um, and also features a telekinetic heroine at the center of the story. So this is set in the Rust Belt. It's a coming-of-age show that follows Sydney, who's played by Sophia Lillis, a young teen who is attempting to navigate the complexities of high school after her father's recent suicide. 
and her budding sexuality while also struggling to understand and control her, her newfound power of telekinesis, which is which, like, oh. you know, who hasn't had to deal with that, you know? I mean, I know I have. Well, it's also like a not-so-subtle metaphor for the experiences of growing up sure. also. Um, the show, which is based on Charles Forsman's comic of the same name, but it's more expansive and much more lighter in tone than the source material, if you have read it. Um, and therefore, it's more viewer-friendly. Sure. So more people can watch this. Um, the show also has an awesome soundtrack, and the episodes are 30 minutes long. So oh. it's an easy show to just kind of fall into. You don't have to commit too much time. And, yeah, you know, and plus you're getting that same, like, teen angst drama mystery tour, which we love. But there are plenty of 80s references to kind of soothe your pop culture nostalgia that you're missing while you wait for Stranger Things. So I would say you really can't go wrong here with I am not okay with this. I like that idea. That was a show that I remember people loved and were really mad because it only lasted, like, the one season. And it's still Netflix happening. Had, I thought oh, they did keep it up. Okay, cool. I don't think it's canceled. I think it's so new, I don't think it's canceled. Oh, well, I hope not, man, because I did hear a lot of good things about that show. Um, <laughs> speaking of, like, I'm going to abs- be mad now. I'm, like, looking it up. You know what was an absurd <laughs> bit of absurdness that I actually caught? Like, getting off topics lately. Uh, this new Rowan Atkinson show on Netflix. Have you seen it? It's Man versus Bee. <laughs> no, I have not. Rowan Atkinson is house-sitting, and then a bee gets in there, and it becomes Mr. Bean, like, wildness as he tries to get rid of his bee, and stuff that just goes wrong. terrible. It is so stupid, but it is so great. Uh, go check it out, everyone. Oh, you're right. There's no season two. Yep, I told Whatever. you, man. Whatever. I'm done with this. Why it's, do they keep doing that? It's like, what, Netflix ain't got enough money, ain't got enough shows? You put out 50 million shows a year. You can't keep People might going. not find it the first season. Yeah, exactly. Maybe don't buy these French art shows that you get in trouble for and focus on your American work. That's all I'm saying. Wow. All right. What else we got? All right. Let's get to more psychedelic weirdness. I'm going to go with a three-season show that I loved that nobody saw. (laughs) Okay. We're going with Legion from FX. Did you see this one? I watched a couple episodes, and it just wasn't for me. Yeah, you you did. I'm not into the whole superhero-y thing, though, as you know. Right. And that's a weird... You can't just jump into that show. Yeah. I watched the whole whole thing, and I am still confused about exactly what happened. (laughs) Uh, So it's brought to you by Noah Hawley, the uh, FX mind behind the Fargo TV series and a couple movies that are coming up. Uh, it stars, it's about David Holler, who is a, diagnosed as a schizophrenic when he is a kid because he hears voices and he has all these weird visions. Turns out that he is not psychopath or not a schizophrenic, that he is just the world's most powerful telepath and that it's just a other, equal, almost a strong telepath that is trying to take over his body so it's been driving him nuts since he was a kid, all as revenge against this bad guy's mortal enemy who is... Charles Xavier from the X-Men because David is Professor X's un- unknown child. So, Oh, that's the premise. Also, you guys, it's Matthew Crawley from Downton Abbey, which is, makes it so much better. It is Dan Stevens going a little crazy, getting his hair a little messy. Hmm. He's a little snack on this show, man. We're Dan. We're pro-Dan. Pro we is. are pro-Dan Stevens on this show. For sure. Um, but he does an excellent job in this show. Aubrey Plaza is um, one of the co-stars in this, and she is just, you want to know what she's doing with her career now? This is kind of the idea. Okay. Just playing the completely wacky, out there kind like of character. Uh, this show is very complicated. It is very stylized. Like, they went hard into the 70s aesthetic that they wanted to get. Um, it's weird because you're not actually sure if the show is actually happening, how much of it is happening in the real world, how much is in people's heads, in people's minds. It is just a trippy, crazy show that 
it gets you sucked in with how weird and unusual the story is, but also how just cool the whole thing like looks. The, the big fight scenes in the show, a lot of them get turned into dance numbers because that's how they decided. <laughs> I should have kept watching. Yeah, that's how they decided, like, how are we going to handle fights? Fighting and superhero stuff is boring. Let's just have a mental fight that's going to be a dance fight that they're going to choreograph. I don't hate that. So if you're looking for some out there weirdness, man, go check out Legion. I think you have a good time if you once you uh, figure out what's happening in there. Well, here's another one that you are really going to have to take some time to figure out what's happening. But again, it's okay to think and watch TV. <laughs> These things we, we, can go hand in hand. We kind of encourage. It, actually i want to talk about this show dark did uh, you watch was, any of dark I did not but i heard that's a one i gotta get into man. i love that show this is a mind-bending german series it first debuted in 2017 um and there were numerous comparisons to stranger things at the time because both shows opened with children going missing I, yeah, I, when I I watched a little bit of the first episode, and I was like, wow, this is like e- just like it. Yeah, because Dark eventually then swerved into hard sci-fi and time travel while Stranger Things kind of leaned into the monsters and the supernatural aspect. Um, but it doesn't mean this show isn't worth watching if you like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. This time travel show follows four interconnected families in a small town and explores the actions of multiple generations throughout several different time periods. And so posing complex questions about determinism and free will um, with overt religious undertones, this show has very lofty narrative ambitions um, and it follows through on everything that it promises. Now I said, as I mentioned, it's a German show, so you are gonna have to read subtitles for this one. But it is absolutely worth it. I feel like this is the kind of show that benefits from subtitles, even in English, because, you know, there's complicated stuff going on here. You need to focus on what's happening It here. is very complicated. I'm not going to lie. Once you're done, you might have to go to YouTube and watch a couple of videos <coughs> to help you understand it. I mean, time travel, I'm always getting in the weeds about time travel because mm-hmm. it's very confusing when you're like, I went here and did this and talked to this person and time is not linear. But this show is totally worth it. It does conclude... Um, They don't end up canceling it, which I was so afraid that they were going to. So it's a really brilliant show. Take the time and check out Dark. I love talking about time travel stuff, man, because it's just one of those things I've spent an inordinate amount of time actually like reading. I know, even though it's always stressful, though, too, because you're like, oh, it's so hard to like really comprehend. Yeah. But I love it. The quantum physics behind it is just fabulous to think about. Remember, everybody, you can't go back in in the past and change the past because you didn't. Just let that rattle around. That is the all the fact about time travel that you need to know summed up as easily as I can. You didn't go, but you can't go back in time because you didn't. So, but then you can. And you can't. But you can. Didn't you read? The, you read the time machine. You can't go back because if you change the. That's past. just one view of time travel, though. Oh, now we're talking about the multiverse. We can get into the multiverse. <laughs> if you, ooh, man, when we do a time travel episode, everybody, another one. Like, Everyone will hate us so yeah. much. <laughs> We're, we're going to bust out some pipes. We're going to be doing uh, uh, like wearing those little Sherlock hats. We're going to be. I mean, some, I don't hate that idea, yeah. but it's very it's very stressful. We'll but get, start pulling up some of our uh, fellow physicist friends and get them on here. Man. Okay. Really good time. All right. So here's another one that uh, another obscure one, because that is what I'm going for today. Uh, the five seasons on the sci fi channel. So, you know, you had to be good if you make it five seasons on the sure. sci fi channel. Uh, We're going with Haven. Have you heard of this TV show? No. All right. So this show stars Emily Rose and WWE superstar Edge was one of the stars of this. 
Uh, it's actually got a literary background because okay. it is based on the Stephen King novella, The Colorado Kid. Uh, I have not read that one. Uh, Sometimes I just think that someone with bags, giant bags with dollar signs on them, every day shows up to Stephen King's house and knocks on the door. And is like, your bags of money, sir. Do you know how much it costs to uh, get a Stephen King story to make in a movie? Two dollars. He will rent. He licenses out his work to any filmmaker that gives him a good but idea. But then I'm sure he gets residuals from the film. Yeah. Yeah. But so I mean, that's that, smart. That's for small like things. If you're a studio, I'm sure it's like thirty million dollars. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's put cool. The, though. Put the money in my hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Haven, uh, it's based on the Colorado Kid, uh, lesser known Stephen King novella, and it's one of these monster of the week crazy show kind of ones. FBI agent Audrey Parker comes to the town of Haven to do some investigating on some routine FBI work because she's an FBI agent. It's what they do. Yeah. Uh, she comes to this town and she thinks it's going to be a routine job, but the longer she's staying in town, she starts seeing a little bit of weirdness going on, some supernatural goings on, people disappearing, people appearing, people got powers that don't seem to have any reason to be, and Love nobody it. can really explain why this is happening. And she finds out she has her own little unknown supernatural connection to this place because there's a lady in a whole bunch of old shining style pictures that looks exactly like her, only she has the infamous red hair instead of blonde. So Ooh. Mm-hmm. that's how you know we're getting complicated people. They got a different, different hair, color. hair colors. Surely that can't be me. I, I'm a blonde. Don't you see that? Um, but yeah, it's a g- pretty fun little. Uh, relaxing like sci-fi horror mix-up not getting channel. too deep into it yeah it's okay. very like x-files light just you know so you're looking for like a shut your brain off kind of show that might actually get you Always. interested <laughs> in a 80 page book or however many it is yeah. go check it out everyone they, they stretch this book out for five seasons so people must have i mean it. that's the whole point of these kinds of shows like just to leave reality for a little bit of time mm-hmm. and be like, I'm just going to enter a different world because I can't really handle <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, you're like, ah, I'm going to go watch a show where this lady may or may not be her own mother. So we'll sure. see what's going on. Love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about a show called Outer Range. Oh, you know what? It seems like something you'd be watching. Are you yeah, not? I didn't because I didn't know what it was. The marketing gives you no idea what that show is. I thought yeah, it was another. I was like, I'm watching Yellowstone. I don't need another cowboy show. Absolutely correct. But do not be fooled by the cowboy hats and horses. Outer Range is as much a show about the paranormal as it is a Western. Okay. So we have Josh Brolin. Thanos, in case you did not know. <laughs> stars as a Wyoming rancher who finds this perfectly circular hole about 30 feet wide in the far reaches of his pasture. And when he goes into it, which very minor spoilers ahead here, but he pops out on the other side somewhere different. So even though there are no monsters yet, I still, so far. I still like that idea. Yeah, and it's going to remind you of the Upside Down, especially with all of the scientists that are investigating what it might be. Um, and also, like Stranger Things, Outer Range is heavily invested in small-town family drama. Um, but be warned, this content is much more aimed at adults than mm. preteens. I'm not surprised by that. You don't get Josh Brolin in something and bust out the kitty. And also... It's just like hella weird. <laughs> so I, you know, I if like that's that. what you're looking for, this is it. You kind of just sold me on that show, man. I'm like, all right. I, I like Josh Oh, Brolin. yeah, totally. I like weirdness. I like supernatural stuff. They just did not market it correctly. Also, <sighs> Wyoming people from New York, let me just say, I know you guys occasionally, you know, have issues. But let me tell you something. If there's a giant hole, in a 30-foot hole in your backyard, 
mm, maybe not jump in the hole, guys. Hey, they're investigators. Yeah, we got these things. When it's your land, you're like, I'm checking it out. Yeah, we got things <laughs> called drones. They've been around for like 20 <laughs> years. They're like 50 bucks. So why don't you just go pick up one of those and send it through the hole first? That, I mean, I'm all saying. Jacob's just so wise. I'm just saying, you know, we got technology for a reason, guys. How much <laughs> you use it a little bit? I have so many more shows, but let's. we're running out of time. Let's try to do a couple more. All right, bang out a couple ones real quick. Uh, Erie, Indiana. Uh, sci- a little um, show from our youth that was a very like um, are you afraid of the dark kind of thing but also another weird t- um, okay cool place. if you don't remember it uh, it came out it lasted one season with a sequel series that came out on Fox a couple of years later uh, basically it's a show about this kid Marshall Teller who just moves to the town of Erie Indiana mm-hmm. um, so basically he thinks it's just another small worthless town it's very much the setup of Ghostbusters Afterlife you know you move okay. from a big town to and you're like bummed town, about you're it but he meets his he's got this friend he meets uh, Simon and as they're kind of going around the town learning and seeing what stuff is they start noticing these weird little occurrences some supernatural some are just weirdness going on and it's just like this whole town has got like these weird secrets that the longer than they're in there and the more they're moving around they're just noticing more and more and it just keeps getting weirder and we- well eerier and eerier I Whoa. <laughs> as it gets uh, going and they're just trying to uncover the mysteries like what is happening in this town why is this all happening it's just like, a, I just yeah. like all that it's a nice little uh, NBC <laughs> Fox Kids level show okay. that you could just watch turn your brain off relax uh, I like those a sequel show you know, it la- only lasted for the one year, which is a bummer. But you know, that's what happens a lot of the time with these shows. They're just flashing the pan and they're gone. Makes me mad. Yeah, it's not allowed to be weird. Yeah, don't be weird or anything. Uh, and then, like two quick ones: uh, Yellow Jackets, uh, Showtime show that I'm came out. I'm dying to watch that. Yeah. I just need it to be on something that I can watch it on. You can watch it on Showtime. You know that you can. I don't. I can. <laughs> I can watch Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I got all. I got all that stuff. You know how it goes. Jacob, you don't even know that I don't understand any of this, and it makes me feel old <laughs> and stupid. <laughs> We'll have to talk later. <laughs> so it's basically Lord of the Flies with uh, ladies. They get into a so- young youth soccer team gets into a plane crash, and they basically devolve as a society. And then it comes. It's between that then and then the future selves as they're kind of reminiscing about what happened. I've heard good things. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it too. Something to go check out. Uh, Umbrella Academy. They just had their most recent uh, season. Come I've out. heard people aren't loving the newest season, but I don't think that means to give up on it. I liked the first two seasons, and I feel like the Elliot Page stuff is gonna be weird if that's probably a big reason that people are weirded oh, out by the show because they do do the sex change on the show to um, kind of mix with the reality of it um, but it's a really good show based on a comic book uh, really out there premise of a family uh, you know a bunch of mutants are born this guy picks out a couple of them he likes as kids and he's trying to teach them to save the world by because of a vision that he had using him and his monkey butler to help them learn how to save the world that's really underselling it but it is a pretty good show everybody okay and um uh, Runaways, another show on uh, another Marvel show. It's on Hulu. Group of teens trying to save the world from their evil parents. Go check it out. It's a great time. Great comics. Too. Love that. I'm going to throw two more in. I'm going to do a little movies here on Netflix. Fear Street, 1994. Fear Street, 1978. Fear Street, 1666. Those movies are are rad dude i like i didn't watch the third one yet i have to still watch it but the first two were great i mean i think this proves once and for all that nostalgia always wins because the fear street trilogy has been insanely popular since it premiered and they're based on like old rl stein books who was my favorite dude in the world man dude if these are really what the rl stein books were like like i missed out because boy is this a violent show i loved rl stein 
Like, so much. They were so cool. They were scary. Uh, yeah. They I, were absolutely scary. When this show came out, I thought it was going to be kind of Arl Stein trash, kind of like, you know, the Goosebumps movies weren't bad, but they were a little kiddie. Yeah. Whoa, that no, is these not are, what these, these are. are great. They're all set in Shadyside, Ohio. It's a town that's been plagued by a n- notoriously evil force for centuries. And like all the movies take place in a different year, but they kind of weave their timelines mm-hmm. in with each other. And the common thread is that it is always up to the teens to hunt down the killer and put an end to this reign. Of terror, so it's kind of darker and campier than mm-hmm. Stranger Things, but in a really good way. Um, and they're also influenced by horror of the past. They evoke slasher films like Scream and Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. especially in the first two films. Um, and I think you know the nerd in us always enjoys seeing that. And as a bonus, Stranger Things own Max Mayfield, Sadie Sink, there appears in two of the films Mm. Um, and I think there's actually a connection behind the camera is that the writer director of the Fear Street trilogies is married to uh, Stranger Things co-creator Ross Duffer See, that's not surprising because there's a lot of like similarities between the aesthetics of these. I think they watch movies together. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we love that. And then the last one I have to talk about, I get so upset because the cancellation of this trippy sci-fi series prompted a major years-long fan backlash. And it was for a reason, and this is for the show The OA. Oh, man, people loved that show. I was one of the people, like, complaining, and I don't ever write and complain about things like that, but I was super, super bummed. So this is um, Britt Marlin's Netflix series, The OA, weirdest show on Netflix, I'm going to say. Take that, uh, Wachowski Brothers and Sense8. For real. And it shares a few common threads with Stranger Things. So the log line for The OA um, is a young blind woman named Prairie. She returns to town with her sight intact after going missing for seven years. And then it just rockets into cuckoo land involving interpretive dance, basement science experiments, trans-dimensional movement. I don't even know. And if you can believe it, it literally only gets weirder from that point on. Um, And in the first season in particular, Prairie works with some high school kids to tell them her story opening their eyes to see that there is like a lot more to our world than we're told Hmm. similar to you know what happens with the kids in stranger things um the oa is much more philosophical than stranger things really exploring the ideas of faith and destiny while also really thoughtfully discussing the human connection but it is like it's just a total trip um that some people are going to find incredibly magical and other people are going to find too much Mm -hmm. and of course those people always win so it did get canceled so you have to be prepared for some disappointment that you're never going to get a satisfying conclusion to yeah. it. I what, was like, come on, just give me one more season, one more season just give to us, wrap it up. Even just give us a two-hour movie, man. Like, Just give us one of those, like just to wrap, bring everything together so you don't have this unfinished yeah, piece of I content say, on I your just, network. I just, I really like the weird stuff because sometimes the TV shows get boring because it's just the same thing over and over. So I'm telling you, Netflix, I mean, get more money out there for the weird. Because, I mean, yeah, because... Come on, guys. We all know in 2022, whatever year it is, content is king. So if you got these unfinished things, you might as well just pay a little bit of money. Just pay them and wrap them up. Make us happy. Yeah, that way you can throw it up (laughs) in your thing every once in a while. Like, hey, we got this cool show. It's all wrapped together. Also, editor's note, Mm. said Wachowski Brothers earlier, 
I'm oh, sorry, correction. guys. It's the Wachowski sisters, siblings. I'm not totally sure of the exact things. I think they go by sisters, but sisters? siblings always works. Yeah. Wachowski siblings. Sorry about that. That was a co- that was a knock on me. But yeah, go check out uh, the OA man because that's a show that. It, it, it seems like everybody watched it, loved it. Just not enough people started watching. Because it. people watch like ten minutes and they're like, "Nope, weird." Yeah, can't. Not in the mood. And I, I do get it when you're like, I wanted to turn my brain totally off, and mm-hmm. I can't. I have to be engaged with the show. But I don't know. I think sometimes this, that is great. This isn't the Big Bang Theory, folks. If you're watching a complicated show, you got to give it like three episodes. You, you no definitely do. You got to like do more than just dip your toes. For, into first it. episode's introducing people. Second episode is kind of giving you a taste. Third episode is where you, which most. I do that with all same, shows, so. at least two. Yeah. Because if I didn't like the first episode, I'm like, well, they're just figuring it out. Pilots aren't always great. I mean, great. think about what first episodes are, people. It's people walking in. Hi. Hi, Michelle Snyder. I'm, I've known you yes. my entire life, but I don't know that you, that you work at the library for yeah. like 10 years or something, which is where we first met. Yeah. Who would have thought? Like, you got to break it down. Like, people people don't talk like that, guys. So you got to get past all that stuff. So you know, something, go, come and go check it out, guys. All right. Some good stuff out there, but we are out of time. So Jacob, why don't you plug us up? So if you feel like you are stuck in the upside down and you want to try to find <laughs> out other universes to go check out, <laughs> come to your local library. We got 37 branches all throughout Erie County. Stop on by and say hi. You'd be like, I want some 80s. I want some monsters. I want some D&D. We'll be like, we got all that stuff for Although, another editor's note, a lot of this stuff is still streaming, so not mm-hmm. all of it will be available in that way. But. Yeah, but, you know, we're going to help you. We'll get you some adjacent stuff, guys. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Also, don't forget to visit our website at www.buffalolib.org. Get yourself a library card. Get yourself some ebooks. See what kind of programs we got going on. Guys, we got a million things to do. Go check out the website for them. Yeah. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at www, which is not how that starts. I was like, so, who says www for Twitter? www.twitter.com slash allbookedupod. That is, that will get you there. Yeah, so go ahead and follow us on there and let us know um, the other readings that you've done 200 times that you still screw up every once in a while. <laughs> All right, some weirdo facts to go with our weirdo shows here. Did you know that Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street is based on a real story? Mm, I don't know if I want you to continue this little I know. So director Craven revealed that the inspiration for this iconic slasher film came from a story he read from the LA Times. This boy was having disturbing nightmares and he refused to sleep for days out of fear. And that same night he succumbed to exhaustion, finally, he died in his sleep, but not before screaming for help in the middle of the night because of his nightmares. Mm -hmm. Don't like that. Don't like the idea that there's a possible dream demon running around. Don't like that one bit. That's very interesting. Also, here's some real life terribleness. Did you know that there are as many as 50 serial killers on the loose in the United States? Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's the number according to the FBI. However... Some, including a homicide archivist, speculated that there are around 3,000 to 4,000 serial killers that are active in the country. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) As if you don't need anything else to worry about these days. This is what I do. I can't even help myself. Um, Aztec priests used to believe that the tears of children could stop droughts. So nothing, nothing like throwing a little salt on the crops. To believed make them- in the power of human sacrifice, and many of their rituals included sacrificing women and children to their sun god. Um, but when they experienced drought, they sacrificed children because they believed that their tears 
would call the rain. Let's not continue that now that we're having oh, all oh, of these droughts. Okay, children, right this way. We're gonna watch. <laughs> we're gonna watch the last. Uh, we're gonna watch the Fox and the Hound, and we're gonna let you know what you guys think about. That would it work end. better. That that's, would work better. That's great. <laughs> oh man, I can't even think about the Fox and the Hound. Um, how about this? Some trees can grow inside your lungs. Oh, see? <laughs> so in Russia, doctors of performed... Course, of course, Well, they Russia. performed a surgery on this man, suspecting that he had this cancerous tumor in his lungs. But instead of a tumor, they found a five-centimeter fir tree branch in his lungs. They believe that he accidentally swallowed a fir bud, which later grew into a branch. A tree was growing in his lungs. Uh, the one good thing we could say about Russia is I know that that dude got vivisected about five seconds after <laughs> yeah. they found He lives in one of those big glass tubes where he's just covered yeah. in formaldehyde no, floating. Notice how that report just says, a guy. That's <laughs> all they got. No name. It had his name, actually, but I wasn't going to try to say yeah, it. So. It's a, yeah, a Benny uh, name and bitch. That's basically uh, what it is. And the last one. And I read like four articles on this because I did not believe that it was real. But even after decapitation, human heads stay conscious for a little while. Mm-hmm. I read an article about that too, where you you live just long enough to know you're dead. I don't know, man. That awesome. is crazy. So life doesn't leave a severed head right away. For around 20 seconds, the human head remains conscious. But what it's thinking about we cannot know. And hopefully oh. it's just like, oh, I guess it didn't happen and I lived and everything's great. That's instead what I'm hoping of, for. That's what I'm hoping for, Jacob. Instead of just the loud <laughs> scream that everybody is doing at that Don't want to think about that. But okay, we hope you enjoy the weird and just thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Ah.